This is the 77 WABC minicast. Joining us now also, John, to talk about a whole bunch of stuff on the international front is former U.N. Ambassador John Bolton. Uh, Ambassador Bolton, uh, first, let's get to this huge news uh, that Iran has seized an oil tanker there in the Gulf of Oman. This comes, remember, the U.S. just recently said no more of these attacks uh, by the Houthi rebels, by Hezbollah. We're telling everybody to clamp down. Well, they've stepped it up. Uh, your reaction? Well, well, exactly. I'm glad to be with you. Yeah, this, this is yet another demonstration of which we have had all too many since the uh, barbaric Hamas attack of October 7th that, that nobody... Uh, aligned with Iran and its uh, terrorist surrogates is deterred by anything the United States does. What makes this even worse, in addition to the point that you correctly made, that we had just been very clear that this stuff had to stop, this ship had been seized by United States law enforcement authorities uh, outside of Houston some months back for violating American sanctions on Iran selling oil Uh, in this case, to China. And it was uh, under court order, under the supervision of the Department of Justice. Rather than just have it sit around in Galveston Harbor, it was allowed to leave and and carry oil cargoes until its fate was ultimately resolved. But in effect, that ship belonged to the United States. And the Iranians knew that. I think that's one reason they picked it out. Now, that is, it's pure and simple, international piracy. But against a government like the United States, uh, it's it's not uh, it's not uh, too extreme at all to say that's an act of war. So now we'll wait and see what the Biden administration does. Th- this is, as as they say, in a technical diplomatic term in your face by the Iranian government. Yeah. Uh, Judge Weinberg. Welcome back, Ambassador. Let me ask you this question. What are your thoughts about the fact that allegations were made against Israel for alleged genocide? And they brought it before the world court. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, this is uh, it's, it's really an insult to, to anybody who still believes in international law. Uh, but the significance of this case is shows the propaganda uh, forces aligned against Israel, brought by South Africa, whose apartheid government had been delegitimized uh, by the United Nations by saying apartheid is racism and racism means in the government means that it's illegitimate. A few years after that happened. The U.N. also said Zionism is a form of racism, which was intended to delegitimize the state of Israel. So, you know, this is uh, this really is uh, a parody of what uh, uh, international law should be, even for its strongest supporters. And I don't know what the uh, International Court of Justice will do, but I'm sure Israel will ignore it. And I think we should, too, since we don't recognize the jurisdiction of the court and haven't for many years because it's so illegitimate. You know, um, Ambassador John Bolton, this to me, as we're talking about all the anti-Semitism, this is this continues to shock me. Um, It's a U.N. agency, uh, UNRWA, uh, and this is United Nations Relief Works Agency. And they are in, in charge of monitoring the U.N., supposed to be fair to all sides. It turns out. Uh, they were educating Palestinian children, some of the funds, uh, and these teachers who were praising the Hamas attacks. We also heard a number of even UNRWA employees coming out right afterwards and saying, you know, uh, this is great news, what Hamas was doing. That is shocking. They are the U.N. Well, it's uh, it's even worse than that. Uh, I will say one of the one of the best things the Trump administration did 
uh, in its Middle East policy was cutting off U.S. funding to UNRWA. Uh, people should know it's uh, it's got about 40,000 employees. In, in theory, it's designed to provide assistance and protection for Palestinians. Uh, UNRWA has about 40,000 employees, of whom about 39,500 are Palestinians. So in effect, it, it works very closely with the Palestinian Authority on the West Bank and Hamas in the Gaza Strip, uh, and they work seamlessly together. So it doesn't surprise me at all. We keep finding examples of textbooks uh, used to educate children in, in Gaza or the West Bank that are pure propaganda. And the U.S. And, and Europeans have funded this operation for years. It goes to the fundamental way uh, – Really, Palestinians have been mistreated by uh, people whose real objective is eliminating Israel. Uh, they've become hereditary refugees. They're the only population since 1945, really, in the history of the world where refugee status has been deemed to be hereditary. It's not. And that's why Gaza has become a problem. Refugee doctrine is very simple. If you can't resettle a refugee back in their country of origin, you resettle them somewhere else so they can have a decent life. You don't leave them in a refugee camp uh, uh, any longer than you have to, and you certainly don't condemn their children to live in a refugee camp and their grandchildren to live in a refugee camp. UNRWA perpetuates this refugee myth uh, as part of the idea that the refugees are are the tip of the spear against Israel. Uh, John, uh, last question uh, before we have to take a break. Um, there was no, there was nobody to defend this uh, uh, tanker uh, when it was taken. Uh, as I understand it, and I think uh, we still need more details. It was in international waters uh, in the Indian Ocean. Uh, it was not, you know, in the. Oh, Gulf, so it was not uh, in the Red Sea. It was in the Indian Ocean. Yes, exactly. It was in international waters, and mm-hmm. and that's why this attack by the government of Iran. Uh, is is uh, at a minimum, it's piracy. Uh, and, and worse still, I think they knew it was uh, basically a, a ward of the United States. And that's one reason why they went after it. Wow. That really raises the stakes. Thank you it very does. much. Uh, Ambassador John Bolton, we really appreciate it. 